everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awaken to Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And it is my joy and my privilege and honor to share this platform with all of you. And at the same time, to support you in being the best version of you living your greatest life. And, you know, in that vein, today, my good friend Lisa Barnett is here. And we are going to be talking about understanding your life's purpose how your soul wisdom and the Akashic Records can help you transform your life. Um, and so, you know, the Akashic Records are a big piece of what I'm also working with right now too, but Lisa is an expert, so we're going to talk a, a little bit about what the Akashic Records are. And this whole, you know, thing about purpose, you know, <laughs> that's a big one. And so is there something that we're supposed to be doing that we're unaware of? We we are so many times we have this question. We are wondering this. Is there something I'm supposed to be doing? Right. And are you feeling confused about what the exact plan for your life is? And is there something keeping you from, from bringing greater abundance into your life? These are all questions we've all had from time to time. And some of us may be having them right now. So today <laughs> we're going to be talking about understanding the plan that you made before coming to earth. We're going to learn a little bit about Akashic soul retrieval, we're going to look a, a little bit at soul contracts and how to complete old, outdated soul contracts and understand your galactic origins. You know, not all of us are from here, right? So that'll be interesting to talk about too. And um, so for those of you who don't know Lisa Barnett, she is an internationally known teacher, consultant, and founder of Akashic Knowing School of Wisdom. She is a clear channel of divine wisdom, energy master, and spiritual teacher. And Lisa brings more than 25 years of spiritual counseling and energetic healing to her clients and students. And she incorporates all that information from your soul's library, the Akashic Record, with energetic healing on a soul level to help you break through blocks, clear pain, fear, and karma, and to create the life your heart and soul desire. And I'm so glad that Lisa is here with us today. She's a dear friend, highly gifted, very, very talented. So um, please join me in welcoming Lisa back to the show. Lisa, welcome. Oh, thank you, Alara. You know, it's always so fun to get to hang out with you and everyone for an hour. And it's quite a joy. And it's so time, isn't it? To like, kind of break through all this old garbage. <laughs> Absolutely. It's enough. Enough is enough, right? It is time to move forward. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Good. And so, you know, um, most of us probably know about the Akashic Records, but there may be people who don't. So can you just share a little bit about what they are before we get into the meat about our soul's purpose and understanding our soul's purpose? Because that's a, that's so, such a big topic. I love talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. These are huge topics. And so, you know, we kind of can stick our little toes in and, and, you know, start walking up to our knees and see how far we can get, right? Mm -hmm. But um, so the Akashic records are the recording of your soul's journey throughout all time. And so I always like to imagine it like a library. So every lifetime I write a new book and that goes in my personal library. So each one of you has your very own personal Akashic library and your own personal Akashic librarians. And they are there to help you. So they are even... Um, kind of, to me, more important than my other guides and angels, because I used to work with healing masters, the different guides and angels, and, and, you know, all the amazing beings that are also here to help us. But when I kind of 
realized I could talk to the Akashic record keepers, what I realized is the information I got from them was so vast. It was so much bigger than anything I got from my higher self or my angels. So accessing this information, because again, imagine you have this huge library all about you and you know that is accessible to you and so the great gift is that we can find out so much of this information so and answer so many of these big questions that most of us have from time to time or you know sometimes always you know, we yeah. carry them around with us wondering absolutely and so you know I was in, I've been interested in the Akashic Records for years, you know, and I worked with you. I learned with you as well, you know, personally, in person when you came to Canada. And, oh, it's just, it was it's such a beautiful energy and a beautiful space. Um, I just absolutely love it. And so how, and I think that might have been probably the first time that I really got to know about the Akashic Records was when I learned it from you. But how did you learn about and get involved in the Akashic Records? Well, for me, it was kind of a, a, a little bit of a backwards roundabout trip because I studied with a lovely woman, you know, 30 whatever years ago, and she was an energy healer. So she was much more of a psychic intuitive healer teacher. So that's what I studied because but she started talking about the Akashic Records. So as well as teaching, you know, great um, depth of healing, she also would say, after you've done a healing for your clients. I was just going to say there's, there's like so much static and, and like the, the audio keeps cutting out. And I wasn't sure if that was just me or if anybody else is experiencing that. I will. Yeah. Okay. okay. So it seems uh, better now, <laughs> but it was like really... Yeah, it was really bad for a moment, so I just thought I'd mention it. Okay, well, let me plug in um, a headset. I'm plugged actually hardwired into the internet because I always figured that's useful. Yeah. But let's see if I, because um, I have some fans going because it's hot. I wonder if that's adding static to the background. So, okay, let's see. Is that more direct? Does that sound better? Yep, yep. Let's go with Good. that. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Yes. Yes. No, I'm glad you mentioned it. I was going to ask in the beginning when we got on. Um, so good. Yeah. I thought, oh, I should turn those fans off. I didn't know if I'd survive it though. So, <laughs> so anyway, um, about 30, 35 years ago, this woman said, when you do a healing, you want to go up to the gates of the Akashic Records and ask the record keepers to give your client some Akashic information that they can now hold now that you've done some energy healing and you've cleared out different old stuff from their field, right? But you cannot go into the Akashic Records. The records are off limit. So this is what I was taught 35 years ago, and it actually was the truth for a very, very long time. Um, the Akashic field, the energy was pulled away from Earth about uh, around 1000 AD in the Dark Ages because people misused it. And so it wasn't until about the 90s, so of course... 
um, my teacher was learning some, or I'm sorry, uh, in the 70s, my teacher was probably learning way back then while the records were still kind of not really accessible. So that's what I was taught. And then what I found was that these beings would talk to me and I had no idea who was talking to me. So it took me almost five years to figure out when I get that huge information that was so much bigger than anything else I got anywhere, <laughs> you know, any other galactic realms. We weren't even doing galactic stuff back then, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> um, right? That was like the 80s. <laughs> So, um, so it took me quite a few years to figure out that the record keepers were trying to get my attention. Mm -hmm. But so when I realized, oh my gosh, they're actually talking to me. <laughs> this is the Akashic record keepers. They were like, yeah, we had pulled the energy away, but it's back now, you know. Yeah. And that's when they had said, um, will you help us bring it back to humanity? It's time for this energy to be back on Earth because having access to your Akashic Records really is your birthright now. It, it wasn't your birthright for a while, yeah. <laughs> but it's your birthright now because we're a higher vibration. We have to use it in integrity because people didn't, and that's why it got pulled away. But it is so important because it's a huge um, energy tool, wisdom tool yeah. to transform our lives. It's a great resource and, you know, it's not just about the information, but like you just said, it's also healing as well. The energy vibration of the Akashic Records is also very healing, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's actually, to me, one of the biggest pieces because um, I have always considered myself a healer really first. Mm -hmm. That's what I was studying all those years ago with, you know, with this teacher. And... Um, what the record keepers say is that what they said to me was that, you know, there were other ways of accessing the record, sometimes spontaneous like I had. Sometimes people were doing it through meditation. Um, years of meditation would often get you into your Akashic records. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but they said to me, they said, we want you to teach the healing part because that is so important. And often um, people would get information, they'd get an Akashic reading and they would would be told that they were killed as a witch or something would happen mm -hmm. and then um, and and then they'd end up coming to me and saying I don't know what to do with that information now I'm yeah. like freaked out about it <laughs> you're like oh no problem we can heal that mm -hmm. we can clear that pain and that trauma we can clear that fear that is holding you back from accessing those levels of information and energy again because you got killed for it, you know, yeah. back in the 1400s or whatever it was. So it's really, really, really helpful to not only know maybe what you've been and, and done and your gifts and where your talents lie, etc., but to be able to clear those past life pains, traumas, mm -hmm. emotional, um, you know, challenges like getting killed right yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I totally agree I, I think you have to do both you, like you know it's great to get the information but then to heal that part you know as well you know so it's like just the information alone I feel is not helpful I think the healing that goes along with it is the more important part you know right. so that's so I love that uh, about the Akashic Records and being able to heal the stories you know that we have experienced um, so so I have asked this question myself many, many times. 
<laughs> I on my path? What is my purpose? You know, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Is there something else I should be doing? You know, so <laughs> that's why I say I love this topic because I've been there, done that. So what does it mean in the Akashic Records to be on your path and your soul path? And what is your purpose? You know, so that I, I think everybody needs to find out about that, to hear that. So it's not just, I don't know. I'll let you go with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what I find is that um, in the records, this is the way the Akashic record keepers, the masters and, and the lords, sometimes it's actually the Akashic lords. There is a hierarchy in the records if you're not familiar with that. There's beings of light and there's teachers and there's masters and there's lords. And so when they ask me to write another book, it's literally the lords that I'm channeling to write that book. So I'm working on a new book right now, and it it will be called, or is called, even though it's not in print yet, um, Your Soul Has a Plan. <laughs> and, and I think that what is so useful for us to understand is that we do have a plan, we do have a purpose, but it is not one simple thing. And I think when we can move out of the... Um, the belief that there is like a job description or one thing I'm supposed to be doing, then it allows us to open up to all the infinite possibilities. So what the record keepers say is that most of us bring two, three, four, five, six gifts and talents, which are purposes, to each life. So even if you look at the gifts and talents you bring, that would say, say I have a half a dozen talents that I would like to share with humanity. That's really giving me a half a dozen kind of different purposes. I might weave some of them together. I might use some of them separately at different times. Um, I may ignore some and not get around to them at all, right? <laughs> But there are many kind of levels of purpose right there in these gifts and talents. So I think that that's one of the really kind of beautiful pieces that many of us can realize relatively easily. Um, but the really important part is that your whole life is a purpose, right? Your whole plan is filled with your purpose. So it's not one thing. I always say, you know, if it was one simple thing like a job description, if my purpose was to have been a, a production director in advertising, which is what I did for 15 years, right? What would I be doing now? What would that mean? Would I still be in advertising? Would I, is that all I would have done? Would I have had my family? Would I have written my books, right? So when we look for a purpose as more like a job description, then we're really narrowing um, in, in a not positive way, right? <laughs> that field instead of going like, wow, I could do a million things because I'm frigging ancient. <laughs> we're not just old, right? We've had hundreds we're and hundreds ancient. and hundreds of lives. We are seriously ancient. And not only have we had all those hundreds of lives here, we've had hundreds and thousands of lives in other places, planes, and dimensions. So I think it really is important for all of us, especially right now, as we're 
rewriting our some of our soul contracts we can actually rewrite some of our soul plan if we choose we can um, update and upgrade some of these different energies and so we have a greater ability right now as the vibration of humanity is raising we actually have a greater ability to um, write new soul contracts and to kind of change our plan but if we don't know what our plan is it's pretty hard to change it and we can change it with the assistance often um, of our Akashic record keepers and, and masters because they're in the vibration of source. So they can help us do it if it's appropriate. And so, again, just kind of to me, another reason that it's so useful <laughs> to be able to access your own Akashic records. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and the thing is, like, even when you want to change your plan or change some of your contracts, you know, um, it doesn't mean like suddenly, like, you know, like, let's say I'm, I'm, I'm living here in, in Austria and let's say, okay, I want to be the president of the, of the United States. That's my new plan. It doesn't work like that. You know, <laughs> right. I don't want to be, <laughs> but, you know, as an example, right. be careful what you wish for, but yeah. right. <laughs> Yeah. Right, absolutely. So that's why I say, you know, these things are, it's just like your plan is based on all of the lives you've lived and all of these talents and gifts and choices that you've made and, and what you want to bring here to share mm -hmm. the soul contracts to support other people in the world. Um, and of course, you know, the pieces where we say, yeah, I've kind of messed that one up a bunch of times. I think I'm going to try that again and see if I can get it right this time, which is what we, you know, often refer to as karmic patterns and mm -hmm. such. But we're still in um, the learning phase. And no matter how kind of awake we are, I find that we are still, last I checked, human. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. And so we get triggered by that human stuff, don't we? Every time I think, oh, I'm feeling very kind of, you know, high vibrational, expansive, galactic, not very human, and then something human kind of triggers me, and I'm like, oh, yep, guess I'm still human. Yep. Still here, still human. Yep. <laughs> oh, there's those darn emotions again, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And that's the thing. It's like we we can use the wisdom and experiences from our past lives from our you know different dimensional lives here and now and we can re receive and re retrieve that information from the akashic records right 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 and so if you go into your akashic records and you literally can go in and say can you explain some of my um you know what I've written in my soul plan are there soul contracts that I have with and I really like to be more specific I find that the record keepers can answer you more directly more specifically and go deeper and this is one of the things I teach is when you ask a lot of questions and start to hone down so even when I'm doing readings for people if someone says I'd like to clear all my karma you know, it's like, again, you know, I wish, 
Yeah. If it was that easy, we'd all be awake. Yeah. Or I'd like to cancel all my contracts. It's like, no, you don't want to do that. You know, it's like, no, <laughs> no you don't. No, but that's, but that's what people say. People do ask that, you know, because right. they, they don't have an understanding of all the different contracts that we have, you know? Right. So right. they just, they just see all the bad stuff that's going on. It's like, yeah, let's just clear all that. You know, let's just right. clear everything. Right. But, but the, the, um, the thing to realize about that, and, and it really it kind of it, it plays out in many different ways. One of the reasons I would say I never do healing on someone unless they ask for it mm -hmm. yep. is because if we cleared all of the karma or all of those, you know, challenging contracts, you're clearing your growth. Yeah, you exactly. are losing that opportunity for soul growth. Yeah. And the bottom line is that's why we come here. Exactly. So your I biggest totally purpose. I'm the same way. I don't, I don't offer healing. I don't offer advice. I don't offer anything until somebody asks me. Right. And even then, you know, depends. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so we come, you know, the big soul purpose, honestly, if, if your soul said, if you said to your soul, what is my purpose? It was like, it is to learn. It is to grow as a soul. It is to be the love. It is to be the light. Exactly. And you as a human get all, you know, the opportunities in the world to choose. So free will, that's why we come here and have free will. So we can say, how can I best express my, my light? Mm -hmm. How can I best express my love? And for one person, that might be to um, have a family. And for someone else, it may be to not have a family mm -hmm. and to shine that love out to a huge community. Right. So even when your purpose is to to share the love and shine the light, it could be really differently. It could be done really differently, you know, depending on, again, the rest of your plan, who you've been, what you've done, what gifts and talents you have. So then you start to hone down into your records and you say, OK, so what? Um, what specific gifts or what specific talents did I bring to this life? And how are those wanting to express as my sole mm -hmm. purpose? Mm -hmm. And so if you see that, if they tell you that you've been, um, <clears throat> excuse me, possibly an author in many lives, or you've been um, a artist, a, a, a builder, a designer, um, an artisan of some form, right? And so we start to see and know, oh, that's true. I love that. Mm -hmm. You know, I love to be creative. I love to paint or draw or build. Maybe you become an architect or maybe you become an author or maybe you, you know, um, become an artist, a painter. So it can be... Um, you know, all of these different sorts of um, signs, let's say, of who you truly are. And then the challenges play in to, to help us to also learn and grow as a soul. Um, and it is our purpose, again, because your purpose is learning and growing and sharing the love and the light. 
and eventually awakening, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's kind of your big purpose. Yeah. So challenges are part of your purpose. They, they, they are, if you can look at them that way. It's like, oh, how can I see this with love? How can I be the forgiveness? How can I be the compassion? How can I move through this and not get stuck in the, you know, crap? How can I not Because yeah, I've been stuck down. in the crap before. This time right? I want to get through it. <laughs> right? Yeah. How do I not be in the muck and the mire, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, so, so it really truly is all part and parcel of your soul's purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we can ask those types of questions in the Akashic Records. We can say, okay, I'm going through this thing right now. It's like, how can I get through this with ease? How can I like not get stuck? How can I like, how can I move through this? I mean, I want to grow through this because I don't want to experience this again and again and again. Right? right. So how can I, like, I can ask, you can ask that question in the Akashic Records. Yes. Right? Yes, absolutely. And this is, you know, one of the things I really, really, you know, love to teach when I teach my um, Akashic Record course is that I offer students 30 different questions to ask. So you can start to drill down deep. Mm -hmm. So you can start to think about things like, who would I be if I could let that go? Am I afraid of that? Is that blocking me? Right? Kind of surprisingly, often Again, our great fear is about being seen yeah. or being out there publicly, maybe getting killed again. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so when we start to understand, I, my, I'm not pushing my business out. I'm not sharing my gifts as a healer. I'm not, you know, telling anybody about this because I'm afraid. And I don't know why I'm afraid, but then we can start to find that these are past life fears and mm -hmm. traumas, mm -hmm. and we can go and heal them so that you feel free to move out into the world and say, hey, I'm a healer, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. and no, you're not going to get killed for it, right? Because nothing worse than getting killed for that kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, been there, done that, you know, yeah. Right. <laughs> Too many times, let's just say, right? Yeah. So I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, so we talked a little bit about, um, the Akashic Records and all the wonderful pieces of it. But I, I also want to talk about the soul retrieval and how, how can we with ease um, complete some of our old uh, soul contracts? You know, instead of just saying, I'm just clearing everything, but how can we do it with ease and, uh, you know, yeah, with ease. Right. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I think I, I, think I have, love that. Yeah. I, I think I have, um, cleared out a lot of my old contracts but that it was not done with ease I think it was much more nope. perfect, you know <laughs> I'm done with you kind of thing right but what we notice is if we do it unconsciously we just recreate the patterns mm -hmm. and so this is the important part about living a very conscious life which means making choices that are not based on irrational um, emotions mm -hmm. you know yep. And and to say, okay, I maybe I realize that this person is not really in alignment with who I am now. Mm -hmm. We can, you know, look at an old relationship and say, hmm, you know, I'm on this spiritual path and they want to sit in front of the TV and drink beer. Something's yeah. amiss here. <laughs> maybe this is not supportive anymore. Maybe it had been a supportive relationship, you know, 10 years ago or 20 years ago. 
but now we're going our own separate ways. Mm -hmm. And what if you go into the records and ask, is this soul contract still viable? Do I still have a soul contract with this person? They will often say, no, it was maybe it was complete 10 years ago already. Mm -hmm. And you're like, wow, okay, you mean I was good to go then? <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, of course, on the other hand, we've got the whole human aspect, which is can I afford to you know, mm -hmm. move out or get divorced or whatever? How old are my children if that's playing into it? So there's all those pieces. And I even, you can even ask in the Akashic Records about those sorts of things, such as, um, say you still have a family and you're ready to, you know, get separated and the record keepers say, your contract is not complete because you still have a parenting contract mm -hmm. with this right. person. Right, got it. Yeah. And it's very important that you work on becoming good role models for this child and come into a place of forgiveness and compassion, whether that means you're going to therapy or you're doing some energy healing or whatever that might be for you. And you can ask in the records too, things like, is this in alignment with my soul path? Or is this in alignment with my soul path? So you're really kind of checking in on these sorts of things where you can say, what is the highest and best for me to do? Um, you know, now or next mm -hmm. in alignment to who I am as this big ancient soul. And so there's so much detail. It's not, it's often not the, um, yes, let's just, you know, wipe the slate clean. Cause mm -hmm. if we could actually do that, then why would we even be coming, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but we can start to understand, which means that we're growing and we're developing as a soul. And then we have those gifts and we have that understanding. Maybe you've been a fabulous role model for your child and, Possibly you've even healed the relationship and you decide not to separate anyway because you've done some deeper work for yourself and you've right. now really grown as a soul and now you've actually jumped over some other old karma because you've healed it in the meantime, right? So doing our work is profound for us and again, it ripples out into the world and it affects those around us. Absolutely. Wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, that's a great explanation and clarification about soul contracts. So what about the soul retrieval? Let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so what I see is that a lot of times when we have a big trauma in our life and that is, you know, getting killed um, or, you know, whatever, maybe we were in a war, maybe we had a you know, very traumatic, abusive relationship, whatever it might have been um, in other lifetimes. So these are all related to past lives um, that a piece of your soul actually splinters off. Okay. So say I was burned at the stake for being a witch back in the 1600s. And so, um, I vowed, of course, while the flames are flying around I'm me. I'm never doing vow. this again. I am never doing this again. Exactly, right? Yeah, yeah. Never, ever, ever. And so not only do we make a vow never to go out there and share those gifts because this got me killed, 
but it's so painful. It's physically painful. It is emotionally painful, and it is spiritually painful. It means that you feel like you've been abandoned by God or, you know, the God of your understanding. Whatever that means to you, it's like, I've been abandoned. How could you let this happen? How could the universe let this happen? And so what we... Um, what we find is that energetically the soul kind of gets stuck. It splinters off from the huge oversoul. And that little part gets kind of stuck in, um, to me, in pain. And I often um, see pain almost like it's wrapped in barbed wire. It's wrapped in some, you know, old rusty cage. Sometimes I almost see it like in a dungeon or something like that, you know, and we can't get to it. We can't reclaim those gifts. We can't heal that pain and we can't merge it back into the, 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 the whole soul, the oversoul. And so it's important for us to do our, to do our own or to work with somebody to do some soul retrieval work. And some people do that through um, hypnosis. I think that's been the kind of common way to do it. But what happened um, years ago was that I found with the healing work I was doing in the records that they would send me back into a past life where there was this kind of emotional pain and trauma. I would clear the pain. I would clear the barbed wire. I would get them out of that cage. We would um, heal them, fill them with their highest Akashic light, wisdom, and energy. And I would literally see that... Um, that image changed, that story changed. So I remember the first time I saw it, the person that I was doing the reading for was um, had their head on a guillotine, right? So they were, get, they were getting their head chopped off or just had their head chopped off. And so I did this energetic healing to heal this, of course, physical pain, mm -hmm. trauma, and did all of that healing. And all of a sudden the person, stood up and like walked away into the sunset. I was like, wow, that was a trip. And so I asked the record keepers, I'm like, what was that? That's kind of crazy, you know? <laughs> and they said, their soul has been healed and gone home to become part of the oversoul again, mm -hmm. to become one with the bigger soul. Nice. And so when I realized that that was actually something we could do with ease, not having to go through a whole, you know, anything yeah. process, I do it for people. I also teach my students to do it for themselves, but um, that it could make such a huge uh, shift because not only are we healing that pain, but we're also reclaiming those gifts and talents, which we have been lost to us until now, right? Yeah. So because they were stuck in that nasty little picture, we couldn't access those psychic gifts or that energy healing or, or that wisdom around, you know, natural healing, what, you know, what, whatever it was that you had been doing that got you killed. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so. Um, Beautiful. I love it. Yeah. It feels like one of the very important pieces to be doing with people. Um, yeah. A lot so that they can be reclaiming really to me. The point is. You know, I, I realize over all these, you know, years, if I go back 20, 25 years, and I think um, it was always about uh, 
kind of healing karma, healing, you know, clearing, clearing, healing, healing, healing. Mm -hmm. But then at some point, and it's not that long ago, it's probably about in the last five years where the record keepers start to say, now we want to help to bring all the gifts back, reclaim all the gifts, retrieve the soul splinters and pieces that have mm -hmm. been broken off. We want to reclaim the gifts and talents so that you can literally step more fully into being this, yeah. this huge it. wise soul, right? Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. I love it. Yay. Um, <laughs> I think that's so powerful. So powerful. Um, so I want to talk about one more little thing because we've touched on it briefly at the very beginning, but it is, this is about, you know, not all of us are from earth. You know, some are, but we've had our origin on other star systems, you know, in, in the galaxies, right? right. So, so can you talk a little bit about that? Because some people may not be familiar with that. Some, some, some folks are for sure. <laughs> but, you know, right. it's, it's like the first time I was told that I had, you know, first time I found that out for myself, I was like, what? <laughs> what, what are you talking about? I mean, <laughs> first time I ever heard about the Pleiadians, you know, and I'm like, right. who? Where, where right. are they from? Where are they? You know, it's like, and now, now it's like it's a part of my everyday life, but at the beginning, like, I had no idea. Right. Right. And again, I think as all of the energy is opening up, we have been going through such big energetic portals and and have been so um, aligned to the galactic center or the galactic mm -hmm. sun that, you know, I think more and more and more and more people, especially, you know, who watch, tele, you know, and listen to the telesummits yeah. yeah. have gotten so much more familiar. So what the, um, what the Akashic Record Keeper said to me when they said, um, asked me to start a school, I said, why? <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> you know? I've got all these babies here. I'm working with the kids, you know. And they said, well, because you're very galactic, which I kind of just always took as a sure, whatever that means, you know. Um, and we will give you galactic access prayers. So what that means is that I teach a five-step wisdom prayer system. I I teach um, five simple steps so that it's easy for people to access their Akashic records. You don't have to meditate for hours and hours and hours on end. Um, and so it makes it very simple. You're using a vibrational key, which is a sacred prayer. So the record keepers gave me six different sacred prayers. And each one is aligned to a different um, planet or plane. Mm. So there's one for the Pleiadians, one for the Syrians, one for the Arcturians. There's one for um, people from Maldak, which is in Orion's belt. There's actually an angelic one because it's another um, plane and dimension that many of us have lived in, mm -hmm. um, as well as the galactic traveler, which is kind of for people who are just generally very galactic and are big travelers energetically in that kind of way. So. Um, so there's six access prayers, and kind of the fun thing is when you uh, take my Akashic Record course, we practice, we, we um, do a little bit of work in course one with three of the galactic access prayers, and you start to see which one you energetically 
aligned to. And that is part of who you've been in other worlds and dimensions before you came here to earth. And so if you love the Syrian prayer and get lots of energy and information from um, accessing your Akashic records, you're actually, you're always accessing your own Akashic records, but if you get a lot of, of information from the, say, Syrian prayer, I'm very Syrian myself, and um, then that would be informing you into a part of who you are as a star seed from Sirius. Mm -hmm. And then we do more processes in the workshop to ask and go a little bit deeper. You know, what else can you tell me about my lives on Sirius? How many lives did I have here? Who, you know, who was I? What did I do? Any gifts and talents I can reclaim from there. Mm -hmm. So all of this is accessible to you in your Akashic Records because your Akashic Records is not only the recording of your life here on Earth, it is the recording of all of your lives forever. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> Exactly. Even awesome. in the angelic realm, that's why there's an angelic prayer, and um, and I know there's actually two more prayers that I'm I'm going to um, download because I just they keep saying um, write a uh, Andromedan prayer and um, a Ly Lyran, so mm -hmm. a prayer for Lyra and a prayer for Andromeda. So then mm -hmm. I'll have eight different <laughs> galactic access prayers, and what I find is it just makes it easier. It's kind of like, um, you know, where do you like to read a book, right? If you're in your house, where would you go? Would you sit on the couch? Do you have a rocking chair? Do you like to read in bed? Where are you most comfortable so you can dive deep into reading a book? Mm -hmm. And it's literally the same with the Akashic Records. Where are you comfortable? Are you comfortable in the energy and vibration of Sirius? Just picturing that as a Syrian armchair mm -hmm. or in the Pleiadian armchair, right? <laughs> or in that galactic be traveler's bed, right? <laughs> Wherever that is. So it, um, it just makes it easier is mm -hmm. one of the kind of interesting things when they, you know, asked me to do all of this. I was like, okay. Uh, yeah, that's sure. fun. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. Exactly. It's fun. And, you know, and, and, and the cool thing is you get to find out more about your experiences, you know, in, in your galactic experiences and also bring back those talents and gifts and abilities and capacities and use them here and now. And that's what it's about. It's not just about, oh, you know, it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting to know that I, I'm, you know, I went to Sirius and I did this and that and the other thing. But being able to bring that gift, talent, capacity back so you can use it, you know? Right, right. Because often if you look at or if you have um, ever read different things about, uh, you know, different planes and worlds, dimensions, um, some of your your soul wisdom, right? What you have come, what you have been doing as a soul is embedded in that energy. Yeah. So when I look at Arcturians, I always think, oh, they're here to help humanity awaken. Because the record keepers say often, you know, I mean, it, and <clears throat> excuse me, it, it often will kind of explain some of what we've experienced in, in life also, part of our karmic patterns and what we're still, you know, learning about. So, um, so the Arcturians, often it feels like it's helping us go from kind of a warring world state like they had been a long time ago into a peaceful world and then moving from peace into awakening, which mm -hmm. is all what we're trying to do 
um, here on Earth, and that's why I get that there's so many um, Arcturians who have come, who, you know, Arcturian souls who have embodied as well as unembodied Arcturians. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole other story. They're, they're there too, yeah. <laughs> right. But those of us who have embodied, right, and are having human experiences <laughs> with kind yep. of that as a sole purpose overview also. Yeah. Right? Exactly. So it even yeah. complicates the, the sole purpose question when you start to think, oh, my sole purpose is to help humanity awaken. Wow, right? <laughs> yep. Yep. And so and then how you do it is totally up to you, you know, so it doesn't, it didn't have to be, you know, through creating a school or teaching or whatever. It could have been some other way, right? So the purpose was to help, to help people awaken, but how you do it, that's up to you, you know, right? Right, right, right. Absolutely. So, you know, as, um, for me personally, part of my big purpose is as a communicator, right? <laughs> Hence Same here. The talking, right? So you've chosen to do it as a summit host, right? Mm -hmm. I've chosen mm -hmm. to do it by writing books and being on shows yes. and doing, you know, and teaching, you know, and talking in that way. Yeah. But um, you know, we have that choice as a kind of bigger soul purpose. So we also have that. We can look at that in the Akashic Records also, like the kind of the archetypes that we're embodying in this life and have also in other lifetimes. So we are ancient and, and complicated, aren't we? <laughs> oh yes. And we've been and done everything is what I like to say. We've been and done everything. And so now here in this lifetime, it's like, it's like we get to choose, you know, what do we want to experience? What do we want to do? Who do we want to be? Who do we want to become? You know, where are we going kind of thing, right? So it's, yeah. it's a great, great time. <laughs> it's yes. interesting, I can yes. say that. It's a great time. Uh, 20 years ago, I would not have said that. It's like, oh my God, you know, but now <laughs> it's a great time. You know, it's, yeah, it's wonderful. Um, all right, so I'm just checking it to see quickly to make sure that we've, covered everything that we wanted to cover. Uh, the only thing that we haven't is about abundance. Um, we didn't cover abundance part yet. Do, do, do you want to just talk a little bit about what may be keeping oh, yeah. uh, abundance away from us in this lifetime? Right. Well, you know, to me, I find that um, abundance is always fascinating because it is so multi-layered. So um, it's one of the things that I also like to teach people to learn about for themselves in the Akashic Records, because mm -hmm. what we notice is that we have childhood beliefs and unconscious beliefs from right? Our, our family of origin often, mm -hmm. sometimes um, our religion, sometimes our kind of um, ancestral heritage is getting passed down. So we have the this life stuff, like what was your parents' story? How did they talk to you about it? You know, were you... Um, you know, did you have plenty or was there great lack? Was there fear around money or was there abundance? Well, so we look at that human part of this lifetime. But when we go back and look through other lifetimes where we've taken vows of poverty or where we've been a thief or where we were killed because we were rich or, you know, where we misused our money and power um, and we made these vows. I'm, I don't want to be rich because I am not a nice person. 
when I'm rich, right? And so um, we have all of those layers of the past lives. And then we have the whole big ancestral lineage. And we have curses in there, which I think is always so fascinating where um, I'll sometimes see that uh, a, a client's, say, great-great-grandfather was cursed by his brother mm -hmm. because he inherited the family land and and the great wealth, right? You know yeah. how um, for a long time, the oldest son got, yeah. say, the farm or whatever, you know. And so um, I've seen more than one younger brother curse an older brother because... <laughs> I mean, the, and they go down, they pass down energetically. It, it passes down as anger and jealousy and even hatred and constriction and dark energy and, mm -hmm. and fear, right? So that we end up with that kind of genetically, um, ancestrally, kind of in our body. And so we literally can kind of look at that and clear that out and recognize that and let it go and then make a new conscious choice later on, right? So yeah, it's um, it's a great thing to work on in your Akashic Records. Yeah, awesome. Cool. And I, I know you have a program around that too, money and the mm -hmm. Akashic Records. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. so... So yeah, so sometimes when you're wondering why is the abundance not showing up? Why am I not getting the job that I want? Why, 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 why? Well, maybe there's an answer for you in the Akashic Records about that. You know, it could be right. something from this lifetime or previous lifetimes. And, but, but all the information is in the records. You just have to learn how to access and ask the right questions. <laughs> <laughs> right, which isn't really as hard as it sounds, <laughs> right? <laughs> It's not hard to access, but the question part is like, oh my God, what questions do I ask? And, and that's the thing. It's like, you, you keep asking and asking and asking and not asking the same thing, but different versions sometimes. And you'll get, you know, different answers and then you can piece them together. Um, I think. Right. Anyways. Right. Right. No, absolutely. I, I agree. I mean, I, I always um, like in my class, I say it's kind of like the Maypole dance. If you are familiar, you know, with the may, maypole, mm -hmm. and it was all these ribbons. And mm -hmm. so you would have lots of people, you know, dancing around and weaving all these ribbons together. It would make this beautiful kind of pattern out of all these ribbons. But if you only have one ribbon, huh, that wouldn't be much of a maypole dance or it, would be, yeah. know, it wouldn't look like anything. So honestly, this is what the record keepers told me 20 years ago about asking questions. When you have many questions, you get a full, complete answer. Mm -hmm. When you have one question or a yes, no question, yeah, you're not going no, very deep. Yeah, and there's nowhere to go with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Good. So thank you. Um, all right. So I want to take a moment and talk about the special offer that you have for us today. So um, for those of you who are on the live page, you can just click on special offer. Those of you who are watching or listening later, you can just click on the link for the special offer, or you can go to alara.at for slash show for slash Lisa five. Um, so Lisa, this is the um, learn the acoustic records uh, program, yes. right? Yes. It's what I call Akasha Course One. This is where you start to um, learn to read your own Akashic records so that you can easily be divinely guided by your soul's wisdom and your Akashic record keepers. Mm -hmm. yeah. So 
this this is a is very special actually if i say so myself because um this is a live program that starts june 18th and it will be with me online mm -hmm. for six weeks two hours a week and you will receive a um a written manual that you can print out about I think it's 44 pages or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so you have the, the sacred access prayers, you have healing prayers, you have exercises, you have um, 30 questions that I give you to ask. <laughs> and um, so much more information, right? Everything you basically learn in this 12-hour workshop I have put into a written manual so that you can follow along easily. The workshop is on Instant Teleseminar with slides so you can go on and read um, and follow along easily while we're in class. I have students all over the world because of course you can just access it through your computer. You mm -hmm. can download the replays. You can practice during the week and then show up and ask questions about um, the program you know on the call the next yeah. week so yes it will Stacey help Stacey just signed up yay Stacy oh. <laughs> nice yay <laughs> yeah, love it but I, like I said that was my first first course with in the Akashic Records was with Lisa in person it was in person um, and I loved it I just absolutely loved it the energy was beautiful the, the whole program was beautiful Ugh. Yeah, I just, I still, it feels like long ago, but it wasn't that long ago, but it was like a couple years ago. No, five, yeah, ago. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking maybe seven, but yeah. Maybe seven, I'm... yeah, yeah. Before 2016, because I came here in 2016, so. Oh, yeah, no, I'm thinking closer to 2012, but oh, wow. I'd have to go look at my photos. No, I, that's how I it was tell. 2014, you know okay. how I know? Because. Oh. Because I had extensions in my hair because I was just about to get married. <laughs> that was the second time. Oh, that was the second time. Okay, then. <laughs> I think, so. yeah, 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 I think so. Anyway, because <laughs> I went to Canada twice. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but there's, you'll, you'll yeah. love it, Stacey. You'll love it. <laughs> yeah, so much information. I teach you so much. I just, you know, I'm very blessed to have a ton of information and I have been, you know, my story was I was really born awake. And so I literally started studying spirituality when I was mm -hmm. 13, 14, you know, literally 50 years ago, I have studied for all of this time. And so yeah. um, I teach you tools to align to the higher Akashic vibration, guided meditations for healing and grounding. I teach you to call back energy, to run um, earth and cosmic energy through your body to clear and expand your healing channels. I mean, there's just a ton on top of learning my five-step wisdom prayer system. There mm -hmm. are so many other healing tools and um, pieces for you to learn. And I think one of the things that's um, important to point out one of the bonuses i'm offering is a um a 45 minute pre-recorded healing call with me mm -hmm. that i did and it is about um 
working with the Akashic Masters to clear blocks to your sixth sense gifts. So we're opening the channels to your clairvoyance. We're working on calcification in your pineal to open your clairvoyance, working on clairaudience, um, reconnecting clairsentience with claircognizance. So we do all of this so you can, you know, um, hear and see and feel in a more unified way. Mm -hmm. So that is something that when you sign up, you get immediately. And so you can download that and listen to it every day if you want until class starts or, you know, yeah. as often as you want. It's, it's very helpful. But again, we work in layers. And one of the things that the record keepers um, say is that, you know, if you wake up or shift things like too quickly for for yourself, then our um, our personality, our ego is not able to function in this human dimension. And we are all of a sudden really whacked out. Mm -hmm. And so, <laughs> you know, you may just end up sitting on a park bench for a couple of years or something. Yeah. And we don't want that for anyone. We want you to grow with ease and grace. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely yes and then that's the thing it's like sometimes you know when, when people are saying like, why can't i just have it all now you know like be enlightened now or be awake now or not have to go through any more of these challenges anymore kind of thing it's like we you know we wouldn't be able to handle it you know so right. that's why right. it steps it steps in stages it's and it's more about you being aware of what's going on in your life and you know with everything but definitely lots of healing can happen in this um, program as well as learning to access your own Akashic Records and work with the Akashic Record Masters, you know, so it's huge. I, I mean, it's huge, if, especially if you use the tools, <laughs> right? So you got you to gotta go into the Akashic Records on a regular right. basis and ask questions, right? And But right. sometimes just going into the records and just receiving is being present and feeling and sensing the energy that is very healing in itself as well. Yes, yes, it, it absolutely is. And I also share with you seven different um, healing prayers that the record keepers have given us. And so I often will tell um, new students, you know, just open your records and read through the prayers. The seven prayers doesn't take very long. You know, it could be mm -hmm. 10 minutes maybe. Mm -hmm. And then just, you know, rest in that energy, in that peace, receive yeah. the healing and the clearing. And if you just do that, you know, every other day, and maybe you open your records and start asking simple questions, you're starting to utilize this as a tool to transform your life. Because mm -hmm. every day you can sit down and say, is this in my highest and best good to do this? Or what's my next step on this path? Or what can I know about this soul contract? Or mm -hmm. do I even have a soul contract with this person? And so we can ask so many questions. It's yeah. endless. <laughs> exactly. And the thing is, when you do go into the Akashic Records and you do start to ask questions, you actually get answers. Yeah. You actually get answers. So, you know, it's great. <laughs> it's great. It's, right? it's a great resource, great tool. Yeah, I love it. Um, all right. So was there anything else you wanted to share with us, Lisa? Because... About the class? I think about, that's it. Yeah, that's good. What if I fail to connect? 
Stacey's asking, what if I fail to connect? You, 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 oh. you, you won't fail to connect, but I'll let, I'll let Lisa answer that. Right. <laughs> right. Don't set yourself up for doubt, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is all good. And so um, one of the things I say is that if you take the whole workshop and you do all the processes and practices and all use all of these tools and you show up and you, you give it, you know, a good shot and you just can't, I will give you a refund, you know, because I believe so strongly in this work and in everyone's abilities to access their Akashic records because the record keepers always say, this is your birthright. We want everyone on the planet to access their own Akashic records so that mm -hmm. they can stop, you know, living in fear and drama and in the past and trauma. So, um, so yeah. when that doubt comes up, just say, no, I'm going to, you know, just tell yourself, no, this, this is not a valid, you know, fear or doubt because I can access Akashic records. They are there for me to, to work with. And right. because of the prayers or the way that Lisa, you know, shows you how to get into the Akashic records, you will, you know, I mean, I did it. So trust me. <laughs> right. I did it. So trust me. <laughs> exactly. I, you know. <laughs> yeah. You can't not do it. You, you, you can't do it wrong. Do you yeah. do um, like practices with other people in the class, Lisa? Um, no, we don't in this in this class because this is just course one. Right. We used to sometimes in in uh, in person we do that yeah. little love seat. Yeah. Um, but because we're online and you know I have a hundred students online, it's not yeah easy yeah. to do that way. Yeah. But um, but we do a lot of exercises in class. I'm holding the energy. I'm holding the space. We get to share. You get to ask questions. Yeah. I got this, or I didn't get that, or was this the records? What do you think? You know. And oh yeah, so, and it's, um, it's it's six weeks. So in those six weeks, you're going to take time to go into your records and practice, anyways. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So then yeah. yeah so Stacy, don't worry. No worries. Right. <laughs> If it was just like one hour, I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm not sure. But six weeks, yeah, it'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Right. And that's one of the reasons I like the six-week class instead of the live weekend, which is just a weekend. Because, you know, you have to see me next week. So most people do a little bit of practicing, even <laughs> if they only practice once or twice during yeah. the week. You know, yeah. it's kind of like you're building up that. Exactly. Um, yeah, that process, you're really yeah. getting into a habit. <laughs> yeah, you're doing the homework because you might get called out on it. So it's like, okay, I better do something. <laughs> right. Because I'm very um, mean when I teach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. Um, April says, this call, Zoom, was the personal touch I needed to sign up. Thank you. Oh, good, April. Oh, good thank job. you. Nice. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's another Stacy. Okay, sorry. There was another Stacy that was talking. So, so there's two Stacy's here. Uh Oh, so <laughs> you know what I mean, Stacy, you'll be fine. <laughs> okay, awesome. All right. So, um, okay. So hold on, let me see here. Uh, was there anything else that we wanted to do today, Lisa? Um, I don't know. Do we, should we do a little group healing before we do, sign off? Yeah. Do you have some time? Cause we don't, we, know, yeah. we, we normally sure. do, but I just want to make sure. Awesome. Yep. Good. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love yeah. to. Yes, I love cold. to heal people. No, there's no code. There was no code. 
no code required. You just click on the button. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 Yeah. It's already like 50% off my regular price on my yeah. website. <laughs> so yeah. this is the place to buy it. Let me just say. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's all good. All right. So yeah, let's do a, let's do a healing. Cause I, I love your, your healing processes, Lisa. They're, all, they're always so awesome. Okay. Let's see what comes up. I'm not sure what we're doing until we open the record. So, yeah. um, what we'll do is we'll, I will do the, the um, process of bringing everybody into the Akashic field with me. Then we'll ask our record keepers, highest and best, uh, for the group to work on today. And then we'll just go from there. All right. So let's just start by uh, sitting back and closing our eyes if we can. Let's get nice and grounded. It makes it easier on the body for doing these expansive trips into the, the higher realms if the body feels grounded and safe. So with your feet flat on the ground, let's just run some grounding roots from our feet down into the earth. I like to send them about five feet down and then three, four, five feet out, making nice wide root system and then a big grounding cord from the base of your spine goes all the way down to the core of the earth and I like to wrap my grounding tail around the core of the earth And let's just make sure we drop out of our head, move out of all of that linear logical energy and drop straight down out of our brain and into our heart brain. And we let our beautiful energetic heart fourth chakra open and expand further. Letting your heart become a beautiful golden spinning ball. And we ask the divine lords of unconditional love to help us center fully in this moment as we create this sacred space. Please wrap us in your love and protection and allow us to travel to the highest realms of the Akasha available to us today. Please help us we lay our multidimensional heart open to divine love and release all resistance. Lords of the Akashic Record, please guide us to the deepest truth we can access now. Support us in healing and releasing that which no longer serves on our true path. We give great thanks for your divine love and support on this journey today. So let yourself feel this beautiful Akashic silvery blue column of energy bring you into this field with the Akashic masters and everyone all over the world coming together as we become the bridge of the Akashic field to Gaia. Mm. And so 
I'm actually hearing a couple of different things to work on today. So I want to clean up some of the old soul contracts that are complete and they just look like they're kind of stuck and hanging out there. So the record keepers are saying that we can just take those old contracts and because they already, already are complete, and most of them have been complete for over five years, it looks like. They are building a nice little bonfire filled with these little scrolls. They look like, you know, like you would write a, take a scroll and write an old contract on some parchment paper. <laughs> so we just burn them all. And as we burn them, remember that all of that energy is getting recycled for the highest good of all concerned. So it is allowing you to reclaim your energy that was stuck in that contract. And it's allowing the other person also to reclaim their energy that had also been stuck in that contract. And so what the record keepers are saying is that we will then... Um, reclaim all of the love, any love that also got kind of splintered off or lost or stuck in the contract, in any challenges that um, have been there. And so we're reclaiming all of that love so you can bring that back into your body, back into your heart. I kind of see it almost as a, a direct connection into our hearts, like a beautiful energy coming into the heart. Good. And the same with whoever that contract was with. They get all of their love and energy back. Good. That feels um, very validating, which is interesting. That's kind of the word that's coming through. But it's almost like um, they're saying that when we're receiving our energy back and our love back and we're able to reclaim that, we get to remember and feel the love we felt for that person or, or shared with that person. Um, we are able to feel kind of validated around the positive aspects of that relationship. And so it's bringing these old contracts that have been kind of stuck into a higher vibration and into, again, the vibration of love. And so that feels very good for everybody. Good. And then what the record keepers are suggesting is we're going to um, uh, um, re-energize any soul contracts we have that are outstanding. So part of what they're really talking about right now is um, 
is helping us to connect with more of our soul family members, to meet new best friends, to meet um, possibly a new love. Um, Yeah, so energetically, um, each of you, what I'm seeing are kind of like um, shining this beautiful light up into your Akashic records, creating kind of new energetic pathways to um, people that you have a soul contract to support and that they're here to support you. So only the support contracts or not reactivating any karmic contracts because let's go forward with support, <laughs> right? Doesn't mean you might not have some karmic contracts that are still going on in the world or can't dump them if they're not complete. But, um, but the new ones that are here for support. And, and what the record keepers are saying is it's so important that we really go forward and find more of our soul family or our best friends or people we've had other past lives with that, you know, that we wrote these contracts that say, I'm here to support you and you're here to support me. And this is just lovely. And so um, they could be bosses at work. They could be, you know, friends or lovers or children even. Um, and sometimes it even wakes back up a parent or somebody who you have that uh, support contract with, but but has not been active in that kind of way. Um, so that feels really nice. So looks like everybody's lit up at least. Oh, they're showing me four or five of these soul contracts for. So you may have some new best friends. So. <laughs> um, So um, Angela was just asking if the record keepers can guide someone about what has been cleared. Um, so when you're working in your own Akashic records, yes, you can get a lot of details. You would actually work on a specific contract or when I do a reading for somebody and they say, you know, is this contract with, you know, whatever, and give me a name, complete or not or whatever. We can learn a lot about it. We can ask, we can see past lives. We can do um, all sorts of different energy specific clearing around it. But because I'm in this collective group energy of 40 or more people, then um, I'm not getting, you know, 40 specific stories. My little brain couldn't jump, couldn't deal with that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yes, it's possible, but I can't do it in a group healing. Okay. <laughs> but you can do that for yourself. That is one of the amazing things about learning to read your own records. Hmm, good. And then they just want to bring in some kind of new gifts is what they're saying. So that feels really fun. So some new upgraded like gifts and talents now that we have more portals that have been opening over the last few years and we've been doing our healing work and upgrading ourselves and raising our vibration. It allows more of your soul, um, over soul, more of the big soul to come in and to update and upgrade some of these um, uh, gifts and talents that you've had in other in other lifetimes so that's what they want to do right now 
So it might feel really the way I'm seeing it is kind of almost more like light codes streaming into our crown, into our crown chakra. And so you might feel it as a buzz or a tingle in your head, or you might, you know, feel it somewhere else in your body. Or you might feel nothing. Whatever it is, that's just all perfect. We just let them, if you're open to receive that, just think yes. Bring in the new gifts and talents and upgraded codes and energy ah, so that you can move forward creating the life your heart and soul desires with ease and grace. Good. That looks great. All right. And so we ask the record keepers to help us to ground this in all the way down in the cellular level into our bodies. And we put a nice time release bubble around us so that this can continue to integrate over the next three days with ease getting really well grounded into our physical body and energy field in all ways. And we thank the record keepers for the love and the healing and we close and lock the records for now and so it is. Blessed be. Lovely. Yeah. Awesome. I don't know if you noticed, but I was like yawning the whole time. I know. I see you yawning. I know. Like, oh, good. Alara's getting a good healing. Yay. Exactly. And <laughs> at one point, I was like so hot. When you talked about something, oh, God, what was it? Not the first thing, but the second thing. I don't know. There was something that you talked about. <laughs> right. And I was like so hot. It's like, wow. So lots of, lots of energy shifting. Um, and I felt the gifts coming in. I felt those oh. codes coming in for sure. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so that was nice. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Um, and there was one question I wanted to um, also answer, Stacy was saying, mm -hmm. does a contract end when someone dies? And so, yes, because these contracts are really about like this life. And that's why also um, I talk about um, and and teach people to want to go back and in the second course in course two i teach a whole lot more healing and you know just going deeper into the records mm -hmm. um but we learn um we want to release and send them their energy back because every soul really wants to have their own energy in their own space body system right yeah. <laughs> again like gathering all that big soul back together and mm -hmm. so it is important to release it back to them and to reclaim your energy back from them mm -hmm. and you still love them it doesn't mean they don't that you know you're not loved and all of that but yeah so that's always kind of perfect to know that that soul contract does end when they may write a new one they may say i'm going to be your you know your angel now or i'm mm -hmm. going to help you from this side but it's a different contract it's a new contract so yeah. good question thank you yeah, awesome. Beautiful. Good. Thank you all. No, that was really nice. Um, um, I, I, you know, it's like I was present for it, but it's like I already forgot what ha 
<laughs> we were clear, we were clearing old contracts. I know, isn't that funny? Because me too, because it's just in the moment, right? I'm just channeling it from the records. I, I know that we were clearing um, old energy and contracts. Oh, that's what it was. And then the second one was about the love. It was about kind of reclaiming yeah. kind of that love um, <laughs> from those relationships. And so it was really kind of upgrading us, up-leveling us. So we felt... Yeah good about those relationships instead of often we feel bad about a relationship even though maybe mm -hmm. we might have had you know five year, good years ten good years with somebody and then in the end you know yeah. we're like oh that was a failure it's like no it wasn't exactly <laughs> you, no you know? it wasn't yeah exactly good yeah, yeah awesome so. good so I'm, I'm glad you, you you were able to uh, experience that stacy so you know that was going going into your records you know it was a group yeah. thing but still Right. Yes. And that is um, and it's just as easy as that, honestly. And so in class, I am holding that energy for the whole group. And when we all get together and we're all going into the records, you know, together to practice, it makes it so much easier. So it's much easier to learn in a in a class, in a live class, um, you know, than by reading a book or something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. So. Good. Thank you. Thank you so much, everyone. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, that was that was amazing. Yeah, good. Awesome. Um, so please do take a look at the special offer page from Lisa. And it's all about the first program, first course for accessing your own records, going into your records, really, you know, receiving the healing from the records as well, healing processes and getting, you know, the questions and answers from the records. Um, so that's available at uh, alara.at forward slash show forward slash Lisa five, or you can just click on the link that you see because there's a link there as well. So take a look at it uh, and sign up. Lisa's course begins on June 18th, I think, and it's, it goes yep. six weeks. So that's yep. awesome. Lots of time to <laughs> practice and connect and go in <laughs> to the yeah. records. Yes, it's really fun. And of course, you know, here you are meeting new soul family members, meeting more alike, you know, uh, um, conscious, <laughs> like other souls. Yep. So, um, you know, these are great ways to start to um, deepen into our, you know, connection with other spiritual people with like-minded people and souls. Yeah, exactly. So, awesome. lovely. Thank you, okay. Alara. It's uh, been fun thank you to so be much, here Lisa. with everyone. I just so love our conversation. We all, I always learn so much, and it's always such a high vibe and, you know, fun fun call, you know, and the information you bring through is just wonderful in the healing process. Again, I knew it was going to be great, even though I couldn't remember part of it. It's like, it was great. <laughs> I loved it. You know, it's like energy was shifting and clearing, and wow. So, thank you. Thank no. you. Oh. <laughs> All right. You. So thank you so much, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Bye for now.